Was it our first day or drinking around the world day? Uh, what day was that? No, that was our first Epcot day. Yes, that was the day we went to uh, Spice Road. So we get to Epcot, and we go. I'm wearing a dress with no bra, and it's kind of low cut. And it was one of my new dresses, so I wasn't sure how it behaved. And Jason and I were walking the land route to get to the World Showcase. And he went, I went around the walkway that takes you right next to the land. And Jason went the other way around that brings you past the bathrooms to see which way would get there faster. The quicker route. Yes, and uh, <laughs> Julia decided to run. Uh, so, well, so I started just walking fast, mm-hmm. and, and, I, and I, I was and I was doing a pretty good job of beating him. And then I don't know, he has a larger stride than me, so he started to win. So it was I, also a shorter, a shorter distance. It's not. So I, I jogged a I little. Promise it is. Anyway, yeah. so I jogged a little bit, and uh, got ahead of him. So I started walking again, and then he got ahead of me. So I like sprinted and i get up to him on the other side and he goes julie your boob and i look down and my entire left boob is hanging out of my dress and i'm like that's a titty but i'm like and dude so, your titty's hanging out of your so dress I, what the hell so I, and there's like little boys walking uh, around th- okay first and- off there were like three other people around and i don't think anybody saw it was not a busy part of the park but i put my boob back away and put boob back away i put my boob away and yes. uh we joked about that for the rest of the honeymoon yeah boob gate 2020 Hello, and welcome to F Yeah Disney. We're your hosts, Julie and Jason. And we are here to give you an unfiltered view of all things Disney. We'll be covering events, news, history, food, and so much more. So strap on your ears, grab a churro, and enjoy today's episode of F F Yeah Yeah Disney. What's happening? Welcome to episode 27 of F Yeah Disney. How the hell are you doing today? We are recording this on November 23rd, 2020. Just three days since coming back from our honeymoon. And four days from the Thanksgiving holiday here in the U.S. So, happy Thanksgiving to you if you are living in the U.S. Or for that matter, celebrating Turkey Day anywhere around the world. In this episode, we are going to be focusing on our honeymoon in hopes to help you navigate your next Disney trip during this pandemic and after it's over. We have a lot to share, so without further ado, it's time to bring my lovely wife on and a new cat mom, which we have been trying to wrangle our fucking cats for the last three hours. <laughs> so we can record without having them in the background. But uh, um, To the point where Jason told us that we need to give our cat back. Yeah, fuck this cat. I'm over it. It's like having kids. It's like, can't they just go back to the hospital? Jesus Christ. Stick it back up my vagina. Yeah, so how you doing, babe? Now that we're <laughs> over this frustration, hopefully. I'm good. Yeah. Maybe having some uh, Disney withdrawals? My, oh my gosh, yes. My uh, my drink of the evening was a shot of Kenny Chesney's Blue Chair <laughs> Coconut Rum. Very nice. And I took a swig off my bottle of Jameson. So, as you can tell, we're having a lovely evening tonight. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> 
We're going to kill these fucking cats. I mean, Jason is. I have no problem with them. Yes, but, you know, I don't want to have cat sounds going on in the background while y'all are listening to this. You know, the meowing can be quite distracting, not only to you, but to us as well. So it is what it is. I'm trying to be professional here as I cuss and say fucking shit and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. As a professional podcaster. So we got lots of fun things to talk about today. Uh, like I said, we're not going to do our normal uh, episode because we do have a lot to talk about. Hopefully not for three hours, but uh, we had a pretty magical experience at Disney. Uh, eight days, seven nights. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, staying at the Kidani Villages over at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, a resort, DVC, whatever the hell you want to call it, uh, which was pretty amazing. And if you've listened to previous episodes, you know all the shit we had to go through to get to the point to actually go on our vacation. And uh, with all the cancellations and the pauses and sitting on the phone for t- three or four days at a time while I sat and watched Julie on the phone, actually, I should so I'll probably say, but... Uh, <laughs> Slept, put a pillow over your head. <laughs> yeah, it's been quite the year as uh, 2020 is bringing us lots of magic, but also bringing us lots of headaches. So we hope to help with you with this episode uh, as you get to Disney finally and have the most magical time possible because we did all the things and all the stuffs. And did. Uh, got to experience the Christmas cavalcades and the foods and the drinks and the rides. And Santa congratulated us. Yeah, it was pretty cute. We got some pretty cute pictures. So where do we even start here? We want to start first with some uh, news that's kind of broken recently. Uh, some things we found out about some openings of some places and some retirements and some uh, automotive transportation. Some things and stuff. Yeah, so you want to get us started with that, honey? Um, actually, so there's a couple things that are opening up soon there is the tomorrowland terrace crystal palace and what's the third one uh woody's lunchbox oh yes and woody's lunchbox i knew there was another one but i was thinking magic kingdom i was just happy because we got some inside information yeah that was super cool so woody's lunchbox opens up on wednesday right before thanksgiving Mm -hmm. the crystal palace is not until december 14th i think and then the Tomorrowland Terrace is actually going to have the menu from Columbia Harbor House. So they have the lobster roll and the, the shrimp salad and the salmon salad and all that fun stuff. So I'm excited. Reservations open up for the Crystal Palace on December 1st. And you can bet your bottom that I have an alarm set because I will be in Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day because I cannot go home to visit my family because of COVID. So I figured I'd get some sort of magic out of it. But uh, it would be really cool to do you know breakfast, lunch, or dinner at the Crystal Palace. I will take what I can get. I'll be curious to see how they do the uh, the character, uh, I guess, meet and greets there. Probably be similar to how they did it. For they, they, I, I, what I heard is that they're not doing characters yet. Okay. Right when they open up. And that's basically what they did with all the other restaurants too. So they'll kind of see the flow of the people and how that works out and then integrate the characters. And then integrate the characters after that. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Because we did have an experience uh, going to Hollywood and Vine over at Hollywood Studios uh, for our last dinner before we had to drive home. And uh, they had the characters there. They had uh, Minnie's Christmas holiday, whatever they were calling it. It was pretty fun. Uh, But Mickey and Minnie and Pluto and Goofy were all dressed in their Christmas attires. And they took their turns dancing around the restaurant and taking pictures and selfies and all kind of fun stuff. It was was pretty cool. Usually when you have the character meet and greets there, they have a small little backdrop at the restaurant that you would take pictures with them there. And uh, they were just running around the restaurant. Minnie was dancing her ass off. I don't know if you get pictures with them there or there was a photo pass person that took your picture, but you had to do a selfie this time. Yep. 
I've never eaten there before, so I'm not sure exactly how that works. Yeah, they had the characters. They would meet you out up front there. Like, they would still roam around the restaurant, but they also then did a photo experience, um, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, So the dates for the openings of the restaurants are the Tomorrowland Terrace returns on December 17th. The Crystal Palace is December 13th. And like I said, Woody's Lunchbox is November 25th. The only sad thing about Woody's Lunchbox is there will not be any tachos, which I feel like, no offense, Woody's Lunchbox is the real gem of the restaurant. It seems strange that they're not bringing that one back, but I don't know if maybe they're not bringing it back because it's so popular. That they kind of want to do a like soft opening of Woody's Lunchbox because tachos are pretty damn easy to make. It's fucking fried potatoes and mm-hmm. some toppings. Yeah. But, yeah. but I think they're probably trying to limit the amount of people that go there because that's what everybody goes there for. So I think they'll have a soft opening, see how that goes, and then potentially add the tachos back onto the menu once they gauge how busy it is. And then as far as the menus for the other two, it's tough because the Crystal Palace still says temporarily closed on the website and I don't believe that they've updated updated. <laughs> I don't believe that they've updated the menu yet. And so it'll be interesting if they do a family style like they do at Garden Grill and Chef Mickey's and things and even Beer Garden. But um right, but like Hollywood and Vine used to be a buffet and now they just have like a regular a set menu. menu yeah so it's more like uh topolino which was never a buffet but it has you know a set price for the meal mm-hmm. you get your pastries and you get your meal and i didn't try at hollywood and vine because i didn't want to uh piss off my husband um but at like topolino because it's a set price and it used to it, it that one was never a buffet but you could get even narcusi's brunch uh california grill brunch you could order like one item with like a side of the other item so it doesn't come with all the accompaniments and it might be a smaller portion uh i did not try and ask for that at hollywood and vine so i'm not quite sure we we're i felt a little bit rushed there but it was still a delicious meal and we still had great service it was also um, at close yeah, exactly. So I just don't know. Because I see that they have family style starters, adult entree choices, which look so it looks like it's going to be like the Hollywood and Vine mm-hmm. and then shared dessert plate. And then there's uh, kids options. So they have updated the menu for Crystal Palace. So I will have to take a look at that and see if it's worth it to go on Christmas. Yeah, maybe you and uh, Amy could discuss it on your One Little Spice for shizzle. podcast. And then, like I said, Tomorrowland Terrace recipe is going to be Columbia Harbor House's recipe. I mean, not recipe, menu. And I think that that is because the layout of Columbia Harbor House is much smaller as far as the queue goes. Yeah, it's, it's a compact restaurant. And Tomorrowland Terrace it's is... way spread out. Exactly, and huge and outdoors. And outdoors, yeah. Well, that's cool that they're keeping the menu, though, so that way they can just transfer the stuff over there because it's it's easy to make. Yeah, and the Tomorrowland Terrace, um, honestly, most of the times that I've ever been there has been closed. Yeah. It's not generally open. It was all bullshit. It was just hot dogs and hamburgers. It was not. No? The it, most recent menu was amazing, and Amy and I wanted to try it, yeah. but yeah, I don't think it was I've ever been- opened. Yeah, I haven't I haven't eaten there in forever. And whenever I saw it open, it was really only open for like the dessert parties at night. Yeah, and that's the thing 
they do that space for the dessert party so it wasn't on the nights that they didn't have a dessert party which wasn't a lot during you know the holidays and things like that uh sometimes it would be open till like three and then you know you get there after that and you got nothing Um, but the dessert party literally takes up that whole space as far as serving stuff and they do a lot of like soft serve and build your own sundays and they make mickey waffles and they do all sorts of fun stuff there so they use that entire space so they wouldn't be able to have a restaurant and the dessert party going on at the same time but now that there is no fire now that there now that there are no fireworks they can do that for now even though uh they were testing fireworks on monday while we were there which is cool and we missed it yeah (sighs) it sucks which makes me wonder what they're testing them for if they're going to do like a miniature version something for New Year's Eve. Well, didn't you read that they were going to have fireworks? Oh, for like harmonious. Yeah, but they daytime, were going to run harmonious like during the day. Yeah, which I think to minimize crowd levels. Yeah, and I don't know because I feel like crowds will still rush for it. But it's again, it's different because it's not at night, and then it's not every single person in the park trying to leave the park when it closes at the same time so that makes a difference but yeah for new year's they might be setting off fireworks because all the parks close at seven on new year's eve so i wonder if they're going to be setting off fireworks for people staying at the resorts they can see yeah like magic kingdom and stuff well what i thought was interesting too which we didn't really we didn't realize until it was too late and even on like on our last night there i brought it up to you and we still missed it by like a minute was that the dvcs are showing happily ever after um on their dvc channel which I thought was interesting and something I had heard other uh, podcasters and other people out there in the, in the industry talking about potentially like a way to have a fireworks show of some sort to end the night with. And then they would just actually just like live stream it into the hotel room. And sense. it was running from like 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. on yeah, a continuous on loop. loop. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Um, so I'll be kind of curious to see what happens. I do know, though, like experiencing the cavalcades at Magic Kingdom during this holiday season the crowd levels are still there. Still, people they have little spots and or dots along this this uh, main street and a couple areas for you to stand on. People don't give a shit about what they don't. They look at the dot and they think it's like not. Don't stand there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Except so, for the duck, he was very good at social distancing. Yeah, very true. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Um, one thing I will say that it's a positive note about the Crystal Palace doing the, the menu is that they won't be experiencing floor waffles anymore. <laughs> Which is a throwback to episodes ago, but when Julie and I first got together, our first time at Disney. It was literally our first date. Yeah, our first date. Yeah, we went to uh, Crystal Palace for breakfast, and a uh, little boy, probably about eight, maybe seven, seven, uh, decided he was going to drop waffles on the ground and pick them back up and then put them right back into the container that had waffles in them. And we tried our best to take those floor waffles out and put them aside, but it continued to happen with the same child. He didn't get the hint. Yeah, so... Very entertaining. Yeah, so if you ever hear us referring to floor waffles, uh, that's what that is all about. Um, But yeah, so I'll be be excited to see. Either way, I I think Harmonious won't be rushed because of the experience that Disney had with um, the Rivers of Light show and the abomination or whatever you want to call it that that show became. I know you love that show and and a lot of people did enjoy the experience. Um, However, it it was a show that was rushed and then postponed and then ran for a little bit and then postponed again and then updated to see if they can make it any better. And it just wasn't working for them. I I liked it the first time around better. Yeah. I think the, the the COVID shutdown uh, gave them a chance to kind of reevaluate what they're going to be doing there for some, something. Yeah, Cause they're definitely going to have a show. It's just not going to be river of light anymore. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The second part of the news, which just broke today, is that 
uh, Joe Rohde, uh, Imagineer at Walt Disney, uh, is retiring after 40 years with the company. Uh, Joe Rohde is what I would consider to be one of the true artists of current Imagineers. Um, he's definitely a rebel. He rem- I remember watching the Imagineering story, and when they got to Animal Kingdom and the opening of that park, um, they did a lot of insight into him and uh, his coming into the company and how he actually became an Imagineer. And it was very interesting, and he was very rebellious. Like He was the guy that came in with a little bit of a long hair, uh, eventually pierced his ear, and then uh, continued to add t- to that ear. And uh, His ear of- wasn't pierced before? He had one. Well, I think he came in maybe with the piercing, but I think he maybe did it while he was there. Because that lobe is super stretched out. Yeah, I guess 40, 40 years. years. Makes sense. He keeps adding to it. And he refers to it as his uh, National Geographic ear because of how, how big the lobe is and all the things he's collected over the years. He's been adding to that earring, which is pretty badass. I, I definitely love it a lot. So another thing with Joe Rody's retirement is, I don't remember if it was the last D23 or the one before that, but he said he was going to do whatever it take before he retired to get Disco Yeti to be working again. <laughs> and now that he's retiring, it might just be that Disco Yeti is always going to be Disco Yeti. So other news that just uh, broke today is that Brightline and Walt Disney World announced uh, today, that we're recording this, an agreement to build a station at Disney Springs for a upscale high-speed rail service based in South Florida. And they'll be building, that is now building tracks from Miami to Orlando International Airport. And uh, I think it was about six years ago. I should have done a little more research, but Florida, we all voted for a light rail system in Florida um, that was supposed to go from basically uh, Tampa Bay area, which is on the west central Florida, uh, into Orlando. And then it was going to split off and go south and go to Miami. And then it was going to do a loop then down to, uh, I believe, Naples, Sarasota area, and then come back up north. Yeah, north to uh, Tampa Bay area. And then the other loop was going to go from Orlando area north up into Ocala, a little bit further north, over to back to the coast, and then do a big loop kind of gimmick. And like I Jacksonville, St. Augustine? Possibly, yeah. I think it was something like that. And I was really excited because they were saying that this was going to be a high-speed rail and that potentially you would get from Tampa Bay area to Orlando in like 16 minutes. And at that point in time, I was driving like two hours one way just to get to work every day for five years. And uh, good old, at the time, Governor, now Senator Rick Scott, who I think has COVID potentially. Uh, I think he just got diagnosed with it. Mm-hmm. Um, turned it down, like basically said he vetoed the voters of Florida and said, we're not going to spend the money on this thing. Well, now this private company come in, Brightline came in and has now been building this uh, light rail from Orlando to Miami. And now they're going to be extending it from Orlando International Airport into Disney, which is fucking amazing. And now they're saying they will hopefully be able to uh, then go. F- and this also has to still has to go through government approval. Um, but the Disney and Brightline have now announced this agreement. Um, so hopefully then they will get passed through the government and then they'll then have this line go all the way into Tampa. And it's also now saying, too, that they want to have it eventually go up all the way to Jacksonville. And the Florida Turnpike, uh, which is a major highway system, uh, is what I think this is going along. goes from Miami all the way up to uh, the Orlando area. I wonder if they will have a Magical Express from the airport to like a special line that runs from the airport to Disney. And I think that would be interesting because we would have the Hogwarts Express at Universal and the Magical Express at Disney. Disney. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. That's just, again, it's just a new developing thing that happened today. And we'll see if it actually uh, gets passed through. It'd be pretty exciting to see. Yeah, we'll keep you guys updated. Yeah. So I think that's it for current news that we've uh, covered. 
I feel like there was one more. Well, I know they can uh, increase capacity from 25 to 35%, which we experienced while we were there. Yeah, we didn't talk about that on the last episode. Rides which, uh, it's Okay, so I understand why they did it, because more revenue for the holidays. But also, that's when the crowds come in. So the parks are going to be busier overall anyway. And then you're just adding another 10% of humans. And the thing with that is, like you were saying with Epcot, 25% is an average day, a regular day. And mm-hmm. now that people haven't been able to go or the other parks are going to fill up more, more people are going to be going to Epcot. So it will seem even busier because it's not a normal, right? like weekdays might end up feeling like weekends. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a good transition for us to get into the honeymoon talk because our very first day was at Magic Kingdom on a Friday and then we experienced it taking pictures and stuff and the photo passes and what have you. It's interesting we... because we didn't experience much of the park, but I remember you saying towards the end of the night, wait times were very low mm-hmm. and we were just too tired to go yeah. back. Yeah. We wanted to get a good night's sleep and get a fresh start, which we did. And we started our day at Epcot on Saturday and uh, we didn't really spend a lot of time at Epcot. We bounced in for lunch and then we came back for dinner and walking in for lunch it was pretty busy. It was packed. Oh, because we did STK for brunch at Disney Springs. So we got there early and got the Baby Yoda mm-hmm. bomb cake, dome cake, whatever you want to call it. I'm, I want to talk about that for a second. Yep. Did we talk about it on the last episode about how it was going to suck? Yeah, I had a hot take about it, not, not liking it. Not, and Go on. I'm not a big fan of white chocolate, which is what I discussed. I'm not a fan of like super sweet things. I liked it. Yeah, it was pretty good. I I, I don't I like was the trickery surprised. of it being green and, and then being cookies and cream and not being key lime. I'm used to things not being the same color yeah, as yeah, what they are. Because yeah. um, you're colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the case, but as an artistic pastry chef, things don't always appear as they seem. Although, like with my macarons, I like to try and have them be the same color as what they are because if you get a purple macaron, it's lemon it just unless it's lemon lavender it throws me off mm-hmm. or if it was like purple with like a lemon cream and then the macaron was lavender well it the, just throws your brain off it's like seeing a letter or a like word. when they made the green and purple ketchup right but for me it's like seeing a word like say yellow but the letters are red so does a uh, journey into imagination really fuck you up after you go through the site and all the colors are in the wrong Nope. Colors? Because I, cause I like those kind of things. But it's, it's a similar kind of concept, psychologically. But yeah, so normally I'm not into super sweet, especially white chocolate things. Like, I did not eat the ears. Yeah, I ate the shit out of those ears. And we hate one thing somewhere, and I accidentally ate the white chocolate piece that Oh, it was a cupcake we thought it was plastic. Cause it was no, so no, 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 no. There was somewhere where I ate an actual piece of white chocolate off of something, and oh. I was like, why did I just do that? I don't remember where. But it wasn't that one. It was when we were actually somewhere. But yeah, that was also weird. But I liked it. It was good. Yeah, we got there right when it opened up and there was a line of people waiting. And they probably sold out by the time we got out of there. Yeah. Because there was like three left or something. They were doing 40 a day. And I guess... I don't. So the app, the world, said that it opened at 11. Mm-hmm. We got there at like quarter of 11 and they were already packed and letting people in and people were like sitting down enjoying Eating, food having, and yeah, things like breakfast. that. So I'm wondering if perhaps they open earlier. It's just not because I know Disney Springs is open 10 to 10 mm-hmm. um, and 
Emirates hours are usually a little shorter, but I'm wondering if they were just opening at 10, but not announcing it so that there wasn't a huge rush first thing in the morning. Yeah, maybe. And the people that were just at Disney Springs at 10 a.m. and sauntered by yeah. were able to pop in line. Or the line just got long, so they opened up early. But it, it was worth it. And then we headed over to STK. We for- also got the cute little Yule log. Oh, yeah, the Yule log, which and is amazing. And some other news sources have said that the gingerbread, I mean, that the reindeer is a cookie. It is not. It is a piece of fondant. It is not two desserts. Whoever said that it was a cookie, someone did, not mentioning any names. Uh, I was very disappointed because I thought I was going to get a cute little reindeer cookie with my Yule log, and it was fondant. And I ate the piss out of that, too. And I don't eat fondant. It was cute. It was super cute. Made for really adorable pictures with some of the garland that was hanging down. Mm-hmm. Um, and was the Yule log good? I don't even remember. I'm sure it was. It was. It was... You took a bite of it, and then I took the other bite, and that was a gone. I don't remember what flavor it was. Was it I was minty? Like, I think it was just chocolate mousse. It was like a Swiss cake roll. I know, but I think it had a flavor. I don't know. And but it's not a... Sw- it was just a fancy Swiss cake roll. It's a Yule log. Okay. It was red velvet chiffon cake, spiced cheesecake, and dark chocolate crispy pearls. Mm. I remember the crispy pearls in between. Yeah, they were good. So I, I guess navigating this episode, there's... there's I mean, we had eight days to talk about shit. And we could sit here and talk about everything to the, to the T of what we did or whatever that word is i'm looking for but i think what what my what my goal was with this episode and maybe julie's as well was really to talk about how to have the most magical honeymoon possible at disney and having been a cast member there for almost a decade having grown up at disney and seeing people in there all the time celebrating things i've always wanted to have my own celebration like i do birthdays and stuff but like having a honeymoon at disney is a whole different kind of celebration um so how do you want to navigate this? Do you want to, do you want to get into the nitty gritty of all the details of everything we did every day? Or do you want to just like get into like the specifics on how to make the most out of a trip to make it the most magical, whatever it is that you're celebrating. Cause if you're celebrating your birthday or anniversary, or you just got married or you just had a baby or maybe it's your first visit, there's specific ways that when you go to the parks, to celebrate something, you got to go there expecting to get a shit ton of love from the cast members, from people in the parks. Because, I mean, honestly, like, I've had birthdays there. I've had, you know, all kind of stuff. And I think... Okay, so the the thing is, don't go expecting it. You will receive it. But don't go with that notion that you're going to get special treatment. But you also need to let them know. I wore my wedding ears the whole time. We had our happily ever after buttons. We Mm -hmm. uh, Now when you check into the restaurants, it allows you to... So when you make reservations... Um, you can say you're celebrating something. Yeah, and I don't know if you can do that online. Um, but like when you reserve with uh, someone through the dining reservations line, they'll ask you if you're celebrating anything. They'll put little notes in for our stay at the resort. You know, we put that we were on our honeymoon. Um, but now when you check in, doing the mobile check-in, at the bottom, the last thing you can do, they ask, you know, are you celebrating anything? And one was like anniversary honeymoon. One was like birthday. One was, you know, first visit. So they're there so that you can announce it and if you kind of go there with not letting anybody know and like we went with bells on like we were saying like hey it's our fuck we just got fucking married i went in in my wedding dress into magic kingdom like yeah Yeah, like our first day there we went we so we went to we met our photographer because we saw a photographer reserved uh paid for more or less 
Um, so we did a photo shoot at the Polynesian, and we first we really wanted to go to Saratoga Springs, where we actually got married back in January. Uh, but because of COVID and the way things are right now, we weren't allowed there. Because yeah, they're of, only allowing the people that are actually currently staying there. Right. I think that that space is a little bit different right now, also because it's a DVC. And because it's so close to Disney Springs that they don't want people just meandering over from Disney Springs. Right. Exactly. Like I would do on my walks, on my breaks and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Which is why we chose that space. One of the reasons. Um, but we did we did the Polynesian. Uh, we got we were dressed up in our in our wedding outfits and did a full photo shoot. I at, cannot wait to get those pictures back. At Polynesian. And we, and we had a lot of fun. We had our masks. We had a variety of masks. Julia spent some time and got very creative and made some pretty awesome masks. Uh, make sure you check out our Instagram and our social media stuff. Uh, all of our links are in the show notes. If you haven't seen us uh, on social media yet, we are at FIA underscore Disney on Instagram. Um, but she was, she actually was, she, Julie specifically was the reason why we got as much love as we got. I participated. However, her putting a little bit extra effort into this trip really made it even that much more magical for and us. And I remember when we went to Animal Kingdom the first day, Jason said it was going to rain, so I didn't wear my veil ears. It did not rain, and nobody said congratulations to me, so I was really upset about it. <laughs> so the next time we went to Animal Kingdom, I was like, I don't care if it's pouring, I'm putting on my wedding ears. Yes, exactly. So you can't just show up in a t-shirt and a pair of shorts and, you know... Unless that t-shirt says I'm, it's is custom-made. Right, exactly. To announce... And in these times of COVID, wearing masks and stuff, you see a lot of bride and grooms that are in there. They're wearing the ears, and they have a little mask on that says just married or, or bride, you know, bride and groom, or... which is super cute. And those are the kind of things that you have to do a little extra for yourself if you're going to want to go there and have the most magical experience possible. And that's talking about like all of our dining meals, the majority of our dining that we did, at the end of our meals or even at the beginning of them, we were given a champagne toast. We had a little extra special dessert of some sort. We went to California Grill, and our waitress was fucking amazing. Oh, she, she was start- awesome. She started the, the night off with sprinkling little hearts all over our yeah, tabletop. Yeah, she was so cute. She had them us- like in her hand, and she was giving us an announcement about the wines or something, or taking our drink order, and then she like sprinkled the them all over the table, and we got some really awesome pictures of that. So she was like super cute and super excited for us. But again... You know, we went saying, hey, this is what we're celebrating. And so if you're just going to Disney for a regular trip, you may not. I mean, you'll get great service, but you may not get, you know, all the bells and whistles. Mm -hmm. But if you're going for a celebration, let them know. Yeah. And, And be loud and proud about it, too. And Disney's also really trying to do a great job with... Everything overall. And the, the hard part about it is, I, I mean, I see a lot of complaints. Uh, let's talk specific. So we've see, we've heard complaints about California Grill and the service there. Um, Hollywood and Vine, I've seen a lot of negative reviews on, you know, and it's tough because you see these and, you know, the cast members are really overworked right now. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very stressful for them, too, because they're... Helping so many guests every day. Yeah, they're and, short-staffed, too. And they're short-staffed. And so it takes a toll on them. So Jason and I, you know, we didn't get the fastest service everywhere. Which was fine, because we were, you know, there to enjoy our meal. and Yeah, if I'm spending you know, 200 bucks on dinner, I want to sit there for more than 30 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> um, and, like, the only place where we felt, like, rushed was at Hollywood and Dine, because that was at the end of the night. But the service was still great. It, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like he was giving us any 
less customer service, but I definitely felt a little rushed. Like before dinner started, he wanted us to pick our dessert and I was like, I don't know what I want. I have to eat dinner first. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, and you know, um, someone said like the lettuce was wilty with the salad and, uh, you know, so it's just, yeah, some things are going to be hit or miss, but I think everywhere we went, except for one exception. Yeah. Yeah, we had one exception. Um, but it was it ended on a nice note. Yeah, and we didn't have bad service or anything. I was just expecting better food because of a previous meal I had had there. At a and, I, time. and I also think that's also because we went at close. Yeah. You know, and we wanted to make late reservations to kind of extend the day out. And yeah, and uh, the parks were open later, so we wanted to be able to be in the park. Although, Il Molino, we made a nice early reservation because we wanted to go to the park afterwards, and then we went home and went to bed. Yeah, and El Molino, <laughs> which is at the Dolphin, right? Was it the Dolphin or the Swan? The Swan. Yeah. We, besides California Grill, El Molino was, was the meal we had. So, it was aside, fucking incredible. and like this is saying a lot, but aside from the chef's table... At Victoria and Albert's, our Il Molino dinner was my favorite Disney meal I've ever had. Yeah, it was incredible. And our, we had two waiters. They were both wonderful. We had Giuseppe, who was actually Italian. Uh, he made some really awesome recommendations for wine and stuff. They were super sweet, super nice. Um, I mean, honestly, everyone was there. I actually asked to talk to a manager after to compliment them because mm. that was the meal that we chose for what would have been our wedding day. Yeah. And so I wanted it to be really special because we, you know, had to cancel our big family wedding and we still wanted to have that magic. So I wanted to make sure we had a good meal. So initially I wanted to do the Yachtsman, but they were closed. And so I kind of looked at menus at a bunch of different places. I mean, like I told you guys before, me and Amy and kind of Jason, uh, <laughs> like changed things around a whole bunch of times and tried to, you know, figure out the best options. And it's kind of a pain to get to if you're... Staying at one of the Epcot resorts, so the Boardwalk, Yacht, or Beach Club, you could take the boat now. Um, If you're in Hollywood Studios, you could take the boat over. Or if you're in Epcot, you can either walk or take... No, you cannot walk. But you could take the boat. No, you cannot walk. Eh, You might be able to walk. Yeah, there's a bridge. You can walk. Um, Yeah, you can walk. I was trying to picture Amy and my walk from Hollywood Studios to Epcot. But yes, there is a bridge and you can walk. Um... But totally worth taking an Uber if you're not going to drink a lot and you have a car. Or valet. Yeah. uh, Take your car and park. They validate parking so you don't pay for it if you park in the parking lot. Which is what we did. It was beyond incredible. From the bread with the aged balsamic and olive oil. They had a like tomato focaccia and just a like beautiful crusty Italian. Yeah. And we got the insalata misto, which is a like antipasto platter, with. I've never had mortadello before. It was incredible. And then. Those hot ass cherry peppers. I tasted a tiny bit of that and was like, oh, I'm gonna die. Um, <laughs> the soppressata was phenomenal. The caprese was amazing. There were these roasted red peppers that kind of looked like they were smoked salmon with capers on top of them that were like melt in your mouth to die for. And then for our meals, I got the seafood. um, It was like the seafood pasta de mare or something like that. Fruity de mare. Um, But it was basically 
a whole bunch of seafood with a spicy uh, with a spicy tomato sauce, or you could get it with a spicy garlic wine sauce, mm-hmm. and you got to pick what pasta you wanted. Now, the thing with that is ask questions, mm-hmm. because I'm not a big fan of fettuccine or linguine, which was the pasta that it came with. And so I asked what other pastas they had, and they ended up having parpadelle, which are like the really thin, long, kind of look like egg noodles, but they're more of a you know actual pasta noodle. And that's one of my all-time favorite pastas. So I got it with that, and then they you know the sprinkle of Parmesan cheese on top, and there were teeny tiny little calamari tentacles that freaked Jason out. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. And then even yours, which was just a basic you know tortellini dish, was phenomenal yeah it was amazing um and then they brought us out ricotta cake and flavorless chocolate cake for dessert as a congratulations with a uh, tiny little shot of limoncello oh yeah it was delicious and then we got a tiramisu to go because we had no more room in our stomach to eat anymore last night and you got a little you had like a personal bottle of wine that you got yeah it it was a great bottle it was a small bottle no but it was a it was a half bottle so it was two glasses and it was i'd say more than two Two glasses for sure. Yeah, and I had a Knob Creek Old Fashioned, which was delicious. Yeah, that was amazing. And I got to eat one of your Luxardo cherries. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that meal was phenomenal. And it's kind of one of those restaurants that I wanted to try, but it's kind of out of the way that Amy and I had never done it. You know, for that reason alone, worth it. Worth every penny. Go there. Yeah, it's it's a a high dollar. What, we spent like $250? $200. Okay. With, With tip. Yeah. Um, and we gave them extra tip on top of yeah the gratuity that's included. the gratuity that was included and it worth like she said it's worth I I I've spent two fifty to three hundred dollars on meals throughout Disney and this by far was one of the best I've ever had there and it's one of those things too where we both got drinks we got a dessert and yeah, we um, spent what an hour and a half probably almost two hours almost there? two hours yeah you were like what what time is it now <laughs> we had a cute little quite little spot that they put us in yeah they had um like partition kind of wall up yeah that can come down and things like that and there was a table on the other side of us but we literally felt like it was just the two of us it was super super sweet yeah it was all socially distanced i mean it was it was phenomenal it was beautiful yeah but yeah that's that would is what i would say is like the diamond in the rough at disney it's go go to il molino (laughs) because people know about california grill and for me it was my first time going to california and like you know the staples you know the yachtsman you know paddlefish you know boathouse you know all the yeah the high-end restaurants that exist and il molino is you know kind of slips through the cracks and worth it because it's not a disney restaurant we had to use um our credit card we couldn't use magic bands for it they still offered uh annual pass holder and cast member discounts so they still offer those but it's not directly linked to disney so i think that's why a lot of people kind of dismiss it because the swan and dolphin aren't official disney resorts right and because of that too they've stopped using the disney bus services they have their own they're using a different bus service right now so you can't go from the resort to there which is a bit of a bummer but it is what it is but yeah yeah, even if you're planning like an epcot day to go there and then uber home after that Mm -hmm. or if you make sure that your reservation is before epcot closes you can still walk back through epcot and you know take the buses home or the skyliner even depending on what hotel you're staying at so there's a lot of ways to get there now that it's you can even get there for free and it's it's totally worth it but i mean even parking was validated so yeah it was a bit of a pain in the ass to get out of there i had to figure out how to use the fucking qr scanner thing but 
Oh, that was insane. Because we, we, <laughs> we had this like teeny tiny little ticket, and most of them are like the regular size. So you slip it in, and Jason kept trying to slip it in like yeah, it wasn't working three or four times. Didn't work. Yeah, and then uh, so that was that. That was a, that was the weekend. We had a lot of fun going back and forth, popping around, jumping to restaurants, and you know, most of this we realized that by the time we got to. Well, it's interesting because a lot of the restaurants that we picked were restaurants that I haven't even tried. So oh. it was yeah, <laughs> kind of like surprising for me too. Like, hey, is this going to be good or not? So yeah. it was kind of fun experiences. Like we did STK brunch, which I didn't even know existed. Yeah, which we definitely recommend. Um, but we do recommend though, if you do the brunch, that and if you're going to go there expecting to drink, that you definitely do not drive because... Uh, we probably drank 20 mimosas each. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, it's like when Amy and I did California Row for brunch and you get the unlimited mimosas that you can... Actually, I think that was included, unlimited mimosas, because that one's way more expensive. Um, but uh, but yeah, 30 bucks for unlimited mimosas. They started it the week at, the week before we got there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, this is going to be awesome. And, and they have grapefruit juice and pineapple juice yeah. and... The regular orange juice. They had cranberry juice that I tried that I gave to Jason because I didn't like that one. And then they also have apple juice, but I did not try an apple juice one because that just sounded really gross. Um, yes, we tried all the flavors and all the desserts. And grapefruit was my favorite. And again, we went, we went there with our with our bells on for the wedding and stuff. So they started us off with a toast. Yep, champagne with a toast. champagne toast with a little raspberry in it. Desserts? I just, did we didn't get dessert? No. My breakfast was dessert. Your breakfast was dessert. Them chicken, that was, chicken and that waffles. Was Chicken and waffles were better the next day, but they were still super delicious there. Yeah. Because they, what did they have? They had the, um, I don't know. Oh, no, we got an appetizer, though. Having, we got having the, experienced the, their chicken and waffles, like comparing the two, they, they were different, but they were definitely. They were delicious. And it was waffles, and you could not donuts, donuts with the other one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got the tuna tartare appetizer with the honey wasabi sauce. I mean, the honey soy sauce. Which oh, was amazing. With the little, like, crispy, toasty things on top. Mm-hmm. So delicious. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And as you can tell, we're excited. We're kind of bouncing all over the place. But uh, what was kind of funny is... I could is literally talk about all of the food we ate all yeah. night. And it, Jason said he wanted to keep this under two hours. And that would be like a six-hour episode. Yeah. I could go into... You have a food podcast for that reason. Very specific details yeah. about everything. So listen to One Little Spice here in a little bit. She'll have an whole episode on it. Uh, but we, what was interesting is we rarely didn't ride a whole lot of rides or do any attractions. Probably for the first four days. We did the safari one day at Animal Kingdom that we went. Um... Magic Kingdom the first day, we just saw a couple parades and got the fuck out of there. Epcot, we didn't do shit except for ride. Well, Magic Kingdom was tough too because the first day we were in our wedding garb, so we basically were just going there in the morning for photo passes. Yeah, definitely. But even going to Animal Kingdom the first time, we just did the safari. Yeah, because we were going to do the other ones, but it was a weekend day, and so it was busier. I did get the awesome curry corn from the stand outside the safari. That is amazing. It is curry butter corn on the cob, and it's like six bucks. Although... I would spend six bucks on the elote at Disney's California Adventure as well. But so I could have probably gotten like 300 ears of corn for that price, but it's worth every penny. It's amazing. It's grilled. It's sweet curry. It's like a coconut curry. The butter is magical. It drips off of it into the aluminum foil. So you can like roll it back in the aluminum foil to get all the butter on it. Oh my God, it was so good. She's dancing while she's explaining. <laughs> I could eat a thousand of them. And someone actually told me about it. I didn't even know it existed. And I'm not a fan, so don't ask me about corn because I don't like okay, it Okay, so he doesn't like corn on the cob because it gets stuck in his teeth, and I think it's worth it because corn on the cob is the greatest thing ever. Well, I mean, it gets stuck in everybody's teeth, and some people don't give a fuck. I don't like having shit stuck in my teeth. Did we ride anything on day one of Epcot? We did Spaceship Earth. Yes. And you had your black eyes because of your contacts. 
Yeah, so we did STK brunch and then I was hung over at like three o'clock in the afternoon. So we just went <laughs> there for Spice Road Table, got some more drinks. Yeah. And then went back for dinner, at which point uh, my body was rejecting the mimosas from the mornings. <laughs> that was a rough dinner. It was still delicious, but whoo. Yeah. But if we finally then got to uh, drink around the world on Tuesday. Monday. Or no, Monday. Yeah, Monday. And uh, that was a hell of a day. We, where did we start the day off at? Was Hawaii. That, where? Hawaii. Well, we started the day off. No, no, no. I mean, breakfast-wise. Uh, was that Chef Arts? No, that was Sunday. Did we do breakfast Monday? Yeah, we did. We did the uh, Grand Floridian breakfast because we bust over there. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, we did the Grand Floridian Cafe. Yep. For breakfast. That happened. Yes, because we talked about how we couldn't take the Epcot. I mean, there wasn't a sign for Monorail. Epcot because it was yeah. supposed to be on the Monorail. So we yeah. started the day off the yeah, We got a little bit of food in our belly. Made I some. had a lobster thermidor burger that was so yeah, and I got good. Their Mickey Minus waffles. the cartilage. Yeah, my, yeah, that's another thing. But I got their Mickey waffles because you got to have Mickey waffles. Oh my gosh. And then they give you rolls and butter. And then they give you this orange butter that's to die for. And then Jason put it on his waffle with the maple syrup and the awesome malted Mickey waffle. And holy smokes, it was amazing. Yeah, it was pretty fucking delicious. And he left a piece of bacon on the plate. So embarrassing. Yeah, whatever. I'm not a fan of bacon that much. I know. That's you could have ordered sausage or ham or anything else on the side. It was all greasy. I don't do grease that much. I got to watch my cholesterol, dude. You know this. Then why do you order my bacon? Because uh, it was uh, some kind of smoked greasy meat I had to have with my waffle. But anyways, so we went to, <laughs> went to drink around the world. And uh, I will say, those that followed us on Instagram, we appreciate it. We had a lot of fun. And uh, every place we went to, we took pictures and shared our drinks and our beverages and I um, had a blast. I think next time we should probably not break the seal before we start eating. You shouldn't break the seal before, before drinking. you eat. Dude. I, my seal breaks as soon as I wake up in the morning. So that's just is what it is. But uh, what I think what helped us out a lot was stopping in Canada. And we went to La Cellier. La Cellier. La Cellier. La Cellier. La Cellier. We went to the cellar of Canada and uh, had a fucking amazing lunch. Had a great wait, wait staff there too. Yeah. I mean, the sad thing is there were no... Actual Canadians working there, so I didn't get my Canadian accent that I love so much. But the gentleman that helped us out was such a sweetheart. Yeah, it was great. Um, and that was one of our ways of having a drink also in Canada, even though we ended the night with a drink in Canada too. Which we didn't need to do, but I was like, yeah, we're here. I'm drunk. Let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I will say we got pretty shitty. And again, if you're going to be drinking around the world, do not drive to Epcot. Make sure you're Uber and home. You're staying on property. Um, you know. Just be safe about it, which we did. And uh, we did. We made it around the world. We got to a point uh, after doing some sake. No. Oh, no. It, it was before sake. It was... When was it? Italy, I think. No, no, no. We got to America. Yeah. It was after Italy. But we had gotten to America. And we were sitting down. And I got the Kentucky, Burble, br- yeah, Kentucky, Kentucky bourbon. bourbon Barrel <laughs> Ale. And Jason got... Did you get the maple syrup? Or they had they had, didn't have that or something else? What did no, you they, I got like... A, it was like a light coffee lager. Oh, yeah. That was really good. Um, and it was or, funny because... Yeah. yeah, because it looked like an almost like a pale ale almost and it was just so pungent coffee and not in a bad way that was good but you wouldn't expect that flavor to come from that color beer yeah and at that point in time we both were kind of like uh we could tap out here but then also we're like "Uh, we can't be pussies i was like i i don't know if i can do it i'm ready to go to sleep and then i it was also 
humid. It was supposed to be a cool day and it was not and it was hot. So I went and sat in the coolest bathrooms in Epcot for like 10, 15 minutes, cooled my tiny little ass off. And then got like three wins. Well, I didn't even have a wind yet, but I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to push through. And then we walked into Japan mm-hmm. to the back for the sake. And I yeah, was like, and the sake bar is closed. I was like, right I'm not now. gonna make it. I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna make it. But after the sake, and I don't know if it was because it was sweeter, or I had just had a chance to sit down and recover a little bit. Yeah, but but me, I was like, just re- ready repeat, to go. Repeat that again. The sake bar is not open. We had to actually go outside. Uh, we went inside, then came back outside, and then there's a one of the booths. The out shop front. that sells the kakigori. Yeah, whatever that is. The they, uh, the shaved ice with the sweet milk. Yeah, they had a couple different sakis available. Yeah. We got the chili so plum, which is my favorite. That's my was my go-to there. But yeah, it was delicious. We only did one there. We didn't get two drinks. Yeah, that was, we a couple of places we we did just one drink. Uh, Norway, because of the beer. But then we realized that they had um, another beer that we should have gotten. Oh no! It was that it was the iced, uh, like margarita kind of thing that they had? It was like a Scandinavian slushy. Oh yeah, but that wasn't. It wasn't. It was just a slushy that had like dragonberry or something with some rum or something. It wasn't really yeah. Norwegian. Right. So I'm glad we did the beer because it felt more authentic. But yeah. that drink probably would have been easier to drink. Yeah. And probably not in a good way. <laughs> right. But it was tough because it, it's hard. I mean, I guess it would be pretty easy to go and drink a beer everywhere. Because mm-hmm. you can not- still get beer in Mexico and things like that. But to kind of have the real experience, gosh, we did beer, tequila, sake, um, vodka, scotch, beer, whiskey. Like... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was uh, a lot. And, you know, the beer before liquor, liquor before beer concept kind of just went out the window. Yeah. Well, we did liquor before beer because we started with margaritas. No, no. Actually, I take that back. We started, we started with, with the beer in the beer Hawaii. In Hawaii. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Well, either way, we went back to the hotel that night. And, well, we're uh, not done. Okay. We did sake in Japan. Yep. I was bouncing around like a lunatic. Yeah, she was. As I was carrying her 100 pounds of merchandise that she got from the annual pass store uh, <laughs> in, uh, in the... Uh, Germany. Uh, yeah, that happened. What did we get in Germany? Uh, Germany, we got... We got the first two beers. We got two beers. Yeah. But we, we got, got the six-ounce pours instead of the 12-ounce yeah. pours. Yeah, that's another thing, too, they're doing right now, with, um, which is probably going to be ending here soon with the food and wine gimmick. I don't, I wonder if they'll do it with Festival of the Holidays. Yeah, maybe. Similarly. But they offered the, uh, a six-ounce and a 12-ounce pour this time. They For a long time, they were just doing six ounces. Or if it was a certain place, they'd have they 12, have, but they didn't right. have both. And, but, like, the issue is if you... So what <clears> we did is we could have drank around the world and, like, drank around the festival mm. and had, like, 30 drinks. But we chose to do, you know, just drinking around the actual world. Yeah, the main stage. But at one point, when it was the 35th anniversary, what, 2017, 18? Yeah, there's like 21 countries you can do. They had 35 booths that you could go to that all had alcohol, that all had multiple choices of alcohol. So if you're the crazy kook that's even just doing a six ounce pour or a small drink at every single one of those places, like. How are you standing at the end of the night? Yeah. Yeah, we were definitely holding each other up, but we did we did good. But yeah, and then, what was it? It was, Germany was a little rough. I was still like, Germany. And then we got to France. Was France after Germany? No, Morocco. Did we drink something at Morocco? Yeah, we did. From I mean, Germany, we went to Italy. 
I thought it was I thought it was no. the other way around. Because it goes Italy. Oh yeah, Germany. Oh, so I'm like backtracking. Yeah, so Pure. Germany and then Italy. And then America. And then America. And then And then Japan. Japan and then Morocco. Yeah. So Morocco I know we did drink something. Cause I said we had to. Yeah, what the hell what what did we get there? Was, I don't it, remember. was I, it a beer? I don't remember. You pa- you said our Instagram. Oh no. Uh we got the Mimosa Royale and Sangria. Oh yeah, that's right. Because the Mimosa Royale had orange liquor in it as well as Yeah, and the Sangria was delicious. And then Jason spelled it sangri, and I said, even drunk, I have to correct him, and added the asterisk for sangria. Yeah, there you go. That was fun. Yeah. Oh, it was after Morocco that I got the real wind, Um, and I am dancing around in front of France. And then at France, my favorite is the Citron um, Martini, frozen martini thing. At the kiosk that's always there. Oh, yeah. And you got the extra pour. Yeah. And it's Grey Goose with like a lemon slushy, And then she gave me an extra pour of the Grey Goose, which I like basically spilled everywhere. Yeah. Um, You definitely didn't need it. But that was very sweet of her. But it was very awesome. And then the other one that I also love, love, love. Because for Festival of the Flower and Garden. Flower and Garden Festival. They have the Grand Marnier one that's orange. This is amazing. Not a big fan. I love it. But La Vie de Rose, La Vie de Rose, La Vie de... I don't know. The one that they had... The pink drink? Yeah. The one that they have for food and wine is... I don't know what flavor it is, but it's pink and it's amazing. And I love that one, but... Or if it's raspberry or something like that. I don't know what it is. It's good, though, too. I don't remember. It's delicious. Yeah. And uh, so Jason had that one. And I got the escargot tart because it's amazing. And I had to. I don't even remember that. And then I spilled it all over my FIA t-shirt, which still needs to be washed. I don't remember the food part at all. (laughs) I spilled it all over myself. I made you try it, but cut out some so that there was no escargot. So oh, you okay. just tried the pastry with the escargot essence. Yeah, and I don't the remember butter. that. I, I usually when I drink around the world or drink heavily at Epcot, usually it gets past Japan. I don't remember much. And that's basically exactly what happened. Yeah. It's a good thing we have our Instagram story for, so he can remember. And then from France, we went to the UK. Yeah. And it was nice because it was the end of the night, so it wasn't that crazy oh. in there. <laughs> and, and we then, got a nice little and then seat. Stupid Julie. Yeah, so stupid Julie decided she wanted to order like a thirty dollars shot. Of, <laughs> the log of wool in sixteen year, and it was so it was only going to be one. Yeah, it, that was the plan. One twenty two dollars shot, twenty three with tax, twenty four with the tip, and um, I drank most of it in one shot. Yeah, so it's definitely a sipping alcohol. Yeah. If you remember from the video, Jason says it tastes like the burning of the Library of Alexandria in Spaceship Earth, which is like totally true. Spot yeah, the, the on. The taste amazing. and smell is just like Alexandria burning. But yeah, it's phenomenal. And I oh, was so smooth. I was politely sipping. He was politely sipping. I politely took another sip. And instead of politely taking another sip, he just downed half of it. And I just sat there staring at him like this was the fucking drink that I wanted. Are you kidding me? So I had to order another one. And that was all her. And she did not take any sympathy on me for the fact that my husband drank the whole thing. I had to well, pay full price for the second shouldn't. one. Yeah, of course. It's expensive. I know, but like... And that was what put you over the edge. Yeah. Oh, it was. But... The beer was just like water for you at the end of the night. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but 
I'm grateful that it put me over the edge because who knows how I would have felt the next day if that all didn't happen. But yeah. Yeah. So then we headed to Canada and Canada over in like near the Victoria Garden section where you would go see the go to like to La Cellier. Um, La Cellier. Yeah, that too. Um, they used to serve this delicious apricot beer and they haven't had it for so long. And so when we were going by the kiosk, we saw the, the Canada kiosk separately from it and they were selling the apricot beer there. It Was it Canada that had the apricot beer that you were talking about? Because I remember yeah. we couldn't find it all night. Yeah. And, okay. and then we found it at the end of the night at, at the actual kiosk. So what used to be where they sold the beer, they still sell Molson and stuff like that, but it's mostly popcorn they sell. They sell a couple different flavors Maple of popcorn. Maple glazed there. popcorn. Yeah. Mm. But, but instead we went to the kiosk and... No, uh, we went to the festival booth. Yeah, that's what I mean. The festival festival, festival booth. The festival booth. And uh, got the, the beer there. And instead of ordering just one, uh, Julie decided it would be cute if we ordered two of the 12 ounces. <laughs> I was going to say, instead of the six ounces, we got the 12 ounces. <laughs> and at the end of the night, I was singing the Spike Spork song. Yes. And then, uh, who, who was that? That... Was that the ki- at the kiosk? It was the gentleman at the kiosk because we were singing it. And then yeah. we had to explain that it was the Aladdin. And then he started singing it. And, and, then, he, and then he gave us a spike spork. So here's the dealio. And I'm going to say this now and we're going to announce it on Instagram because I've been talking about this for like a month since the spike spork first came out and we first started singing it. So here's the dealio. I'm going to sing this right now. And we are going to have a contest. And what I want you all to do is record yourself singing the spike spork song. Be creative. Go fun with it. Dress up as a fucking bee. I don't know. Have fun with it. And send it to us through our email, feidsny at gmail.com. Send us it as a DM on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, anywhere. Like, get those videos to us. I'm going to say you have until... What's today? 23rd. Let's say... Let's do my birthday. I was going to say the 15th, so the 16th. So until December 16th, you have to get us these awesome videos. And we are going to judge them mm-hmm. in, a, in a fun, happy way. Not like we're judging you. Um, and we are going to decide who is going to get one of these awesome little spikes spore. And we'll come up with some other fun uh, gifts. I have bee fabric maybe we'll throw in like a cute little like bee mask you know stay safe during covid we'll do some fun stuff but here's the song you ready for it spike spork 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 basically if you know the reprise from uh aladdin I know, but what's the song? Um, I don't know if it's Riff Raff Street Rat. Is it the yeah, One Jump? Is that what the song's called? <clears throat> no. Oh, the one, one Jump is the name of the song, yeah. Yeah, so it's the reprise of One Jump. Where he is singing, and he's like, Riff Raff Street Rat, I don't buy that. It's called One Jump Ahead. There you go. If only they'd look closer. Yeah, so it's basically that tune, but the only lyrics are Spike's work. So get creative. Have some fun. Send us those videos, and we will have a winner. So, yeah. so you'll give us the videos by December 16th, and by the 20th, we will have a winner announced. And we'll have it in your hands by Christmas. It won't be by Christmas if it's on the 20th. We'll have it in your hands by New Year's Eve. Maybe. There you go. Don't Either say way, those things. You'll have it in your hands. But you win. We send it to you. We get some other awesome fun goodies. Yeah. It'll be awesome. I'm excited. 
Hell yeah. I good. can't wait to see all the videos. Good idea, honey. I love it. Yeah, so then we got back to the hotel and uh, subsequently passed out. And then Julia woke up and... Okay, uh, so here's the deal. I fell asleep sitting up because I knew if I fell asleep laying down, I would puke. I got up to use the restroom in the middle of the night. Came back to bed. Was feeling a little nauseous. But sometimes I just feel nauseated every once in a while. So I was like, eh, I might have to poop again. Let me go into the bathroom. And like the second I got to the toilet, it was just like, and everything from Italy on was out. Yeah. And (laughs) I'm so grateful because ah, I do not know how I would have felt on Tuesday morning because I was, and the thing is Tuesday, I wasn't super hungover. There was definitely a hangover, but it was more of a headache and dehydrate. I mean, obviously that's what a hangover is. Um, I think I was still drunk till probably about five o'clock that night. Yeah. He woke up and he was like, I'm fine. And he did not puke up half of our drinks. So I have no idea how he did it. Um, he says it's because he drank a ton of water that night, but I like took a sip of water and was like, okay, I can't drink any more of this because I will puke. Well, yeah, because remember I took the pretzel bread from Canada. Yeah, but we were eating the pretzel bread at Lagavulin mm-hmm. at Rose and Crown. And then we got back to the hotel and I ate my uh, my donuts that I had left over from breakfast from Chef Arts. Ate some chicken. And then you left the rest of it out. Yeah, so which was ruined. That was like the greatest chicken ever. Oh my God, it was so good. But yeah, it's just important to eat. Did I eat anything? No. Let me go back. No, I thought Adrian, I was, 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 was going to puke. Yeah. <sighs> and I mean, <laughs> I did. But I mean, I'm glad that I did not keep all of that down because I, my... <laughs> and then I told my family that I would never be drinking around the world ever again. Which is a lie. I'm so old. I just, I can't do it. Next time we go to Epcot, she's doing it. I can't do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Even... I'm I'm surprised. What it, was it that day that I had a drink? No, it was the day after that we started the breakfast off at the wave, and I got the the yeah. drink. And my sister was like, "So I guess you're feeling better." And I was like, eh, "It was just more. I needed a picture of the drink." Was that the wave? Mm-hmm. The next day? Yep. Not the day after, but the day after the hangover. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, hangover day, we laid <laughs> no, around. So we need to talk about this for a second. So we were going to record that day, and I was like, eh, "I just want to lay and do nothing." Mm-hmm. And then we went mini golfing. Which is awesome. We got three free rounds of mini golf. Yeah, it went to what? The Christmas Summerland? We did uh, Winter Summerland. Winter Summerland. And I kicked his ass the first two games. And then I was like, let's play again. Let me pick a different color ball. And then I lost. And she didn't kick my ass. The second game he did. The second game I got five hole-in-ones. Yeah. Insane. Insane. But I, the, the whole trip, Jason kept being like, let's get McDonald's. Let's get McDonald's. Let's get McDonald's. And I was like, no, we are not eating McDonald's on our honeymoon. Because he was like, oh, we don't have to do that reservation. Let's just get McDonald's instead. And I was like, it is our honeymoon. We are not eating fucking McDonald's. But it's also like a new, super neat looking McDonald's. And I want to go check this thing out. And I I'm, get it. But it's still fucking McDonald's. I'm not a big fan of McDonald's. But but I was so hungover still. And, and we had to go home and check on food. And we had to go home and check on the cat and make sure that she had food. And Jason didn't want to, but then we got home and she had and no food. And also, then Disney decided they wanted to release some fun fucking Happy Meal toys. Yeah. So we had to go to McDonald's because Julie is a hoarder and has to have everything. <laughs> Says the completionist. Hey, it's a difference. What are you gonna do if Disney doesn't recall the rest of the toys and we only get one through four? I'll just buy them on eBay. What if they don't exist after four? Oh, I don't know. Then I'll have a completed set. Anyway. No, they're supposed to have ten of them. We got 
number one through four. So one, not only did have we get, put on some weight for our honeymoon, then we also decided afterwards uh, to become junk food junkies, and uh, we've had McDonald's Happy Meals every day. And for even like the day the they morning. didn't, and even the day they didn't have the uh, the <laughs> new Happy Meal toy, we still were like, let's just order a thousand other things for McDonald's. <laughs> Anyways, so we got McDonald's twice on our honeymoon. Yes, yep. that's the thing. What was the other time we got it? On our honeymoon. Yeah, was it on the way home on Friday? No. Because we got it hangover night. Oh, we canceled. No, that was on hangover night. We canceled another dinner, didn't we? It's all a blur at this point. Because we, yeah, we did Magic Kingdom. The night we did Magic Kingdom, we got McDonald's afterwards. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But anyway, so we've gotten, uh, we got Goofy on a train. We got Mickey and uh, Mission Space Jet. We got Pluto, Jungle Cruise. Mini is the next one. Oh, the, oh yeah. The Mini is the mini... Uh, dinosaur rover. Oh, yeah. With a little dinosaur in it. The Dilophosaurus. Yeah. My favorite is the... Um, isn't it a Dilop? Not... I don't know. Anyway. But uh, the Pluto is super cute because when he drives, the boat goes up and down and there's a little hippo underneath it. Yeah. It's cute as shit. And there's a hidden Mickey on all of them. Yeah. But yeah. So Hangover Day was super chill. We basically did nothing which was glorious. Mm-hmm. Um, our day started at Kona Cafe for breakfast, and now the Ohana bread pudding, you can order it again for dinner. I'm wondering if they serve it at breakfast, because if that is the case or was the case, I'm very disappointed that I did not order Ohana bread pudding for breakfast. Yeah, and I got chicken and waffles there too. No, you didn't. You yeah. got Tonga toast. Oh, Tonga toast. That's right. And yeah. I got the macadamia nut pancakes for the first time, and they were delicious, and I got them with Spam. Yeah, it was pretty fun. But yeah, so uh, had that day. Then we went to Magic Kingdom. Had a Magic Kingdom day. No. Oh, Animal Kingdom day. Magic That's Kingdom was supposed to be Hangover Day, but yeah. we didn't get there. Yeah, and then we did the Animal Kingdom. Did the Safari. Well, we started off at Pandora. Stood in line for an hour. Did Flight of Passage. And that was interesting because we got there. And so, if you've been on Flight of Passage since COVID started, you've seen that the socially distanced line goes all the way down to lion king's show and then back well we got there for basically rope drop right did we get there that early? yeah pretty much yeah. yes because we did breakfast and they opened at nine and we got there at like 905 right so we go straight for pandora and the line for pandora's flight of passage starts outside of pandora at tiffin's so yeah. I'm like, cool, this won't be bad. We'll go that way and then through the whole line. It's probably not extending all the way out to Lion King at this point. But no, no, no. It did. It went from Tiffin's all the way down to the Lion King show, back down through the entire queue, outside, wraps around half the half of Pandora. They have to like stop traffic to let us cross the road to get into the queue. But, so it was my first time actually waiting in the queue because when I went in July or August, it was July. It was was like 10% capacity. Yeah. It was like walk-on. It was super dead. It was walk-on. So I got to experience it, but I didn't get to experience it. And Mm -hmm. it's one of Jason's favorites and he always waits in line for it. So he knew all the cool things to point out and show to me. And I used to wait in line with a drink and a pretzel and now with, you can't, you can't have beverages and food in line. Yeah. Um, But... 
even though we waited an hour, it said 55 minutes, we waited 60, not a big deal. It was constantly moving. Yeah. So we didn't really have to stop at all. And the only times we actually stopped were where the fans were <laughs> in, uh, in the queue, which was awesome because yeah. it was a very hot morning. And it gave me a chance to show Julie some of the secrets of Pandora too. Some of the which is super cool. The hidden stuff that you you wouldn't know about necessarily unless you're a nerd like me. Yeah, and the first day that we did Animal Kingdom, why were we there at night? I don't remember, but we were there at night because we got the photo pass pictures at night and the other pictures with the pretty artsy fartsy tree and animals and color. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's all a blur. It becomes a blur. I'm usually after better a while. at it than this. But the second day we did... Oh, yeah, and I wanted to get the uh, the cupcake that first day at yeah. Animal Kingdom, too, and we didn't do that. Yeah, the second day we got the cupcake. Night. So we did Pandora, did the safari, went to Rafiki's uh, play space station. I wasn't allowed to get corn did the second art- time. No, she doesn't need the corn. Uh, did the art drawing animation yeah thing, they opened the animation again which is cool and it was my first distance. time ever doing that being an artist it's like ridiculous i've never done it before and uh it's my <clears> favorite <throat> thing ever and they used to do it at hollywood studios and i cried my little brains out when they got rid of it and so excited that it's rafiki's planet watch now yeah we did heimlich and it's animals it's cool yeah we got to draw heimlich as from a butterfly bug's life yeah with his little butterfly his beautiful butterfly wings his tiny little butterfly wings um, it was cute and fun. So that was super fun. And then we got to pet animals. Yeah, we did the, the what was it? What did they call that? Affection, Affection station, station or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we met Topanga. Yeah, got to meet some fun little goats. And, uh, and Daisy, yeah. <laughs> who was an oopsie Daisy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we got some insights to <laughs> some of the so names. Uh, they were saying that's the older animals that were named after 80s sitcom characters, and then the newer ones were named after 90s characters. Yep. And then uh, they had, like, Kit was the little black, mm-hmm. uh, black uh, all black goat. Yeah, and they had the, had golden, like little, the golden like, girls were there. It was it was just it was super cute. Yeah, and then the donkeys have been there for twenty four years since yeah. it opened, and the boy I can't remember their names, but the boy had really bad anxiety when the girl yeah separation anxiety uh, left or had to go get shots or have her little vet checkup or anything yeah, he had like to be there that. With her. Uh, but she was like, whew, a couple minutes without him," which yeah. was which was really funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, but what was cute, too, is on the way into the station, uh, we got to see the baby rhino that was just born recently. I know. And it took me asking, like, 46 cast members to get his weight. Yeah. What was he, like, 150 pounds? Two-something. Okay. Yeah, it was it was pretty cute seeing it. And the gentleman told me literally two-something. I'm not just yeah. forgetting how much he weighed. I thought he weighed 500 pounds, but apparently I was way off. And then from there, we went to Tiffin's for lunch. Wait. What? I was going to talk about... Something else. Yes. The donkeys were super cute. We actually got to watch them throw little balls out to them. Oh, yeah. And they had treats inside with little holes, like kind of like you give a dog or a cat or something like that to keep them entertained. And so they would roll them around with their little noses and treats would pop out. And it was very funny to watch because the girl was very meticulous and... Like ran a straight line? No. And she would like move it and knew where the holes were and like strategically moved it around and was doing it against the wall and in a corner and spinning it around to get all the treats. And the boy was just like running around aimlessly hoping that treats would fall out of it, which was really funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was cute. But yeah, they were super adorable. And then there was an alpaca. Yeah, which I want to have alpacas one day. Her name was Tiana. Yeah, it was real cute. So from there... We then had to wait a little bit to get back on the train again. 
And then from there, we went to uh, Tiffin's for lunch. I had an incredible lunch. That was my first time going to Tiffin's. And he ate octopus and liked it. So we also had to get lobster mac and cheese for him so that he would have something to eat. But he liked the octopus and the lobster mac and cheese was amazing. Yeah, the food there it was had, incredible. Uh, it had sherry in it and it was like super aged cheddar and the lobster only tasted a tiny bit terrible. It was good. Uh, being from New England and getting insanely fresh lobster... I have very high standards for lobster, and Disney lobster rarely lives up to those standards. Yeah, it is what it is. But it was still absolutely delicious, yeah. and still buttery, delicious, magical lobster. And then they gave us a fancy dessert with a passion fruit... Pas de fruit. There we go. I couldn't think of what it was called. Oh, whatever she just said. It was really good. the... The truffle was mint? Mm, Is that the one that was mint? No, I don't think so. Yeah, it was peppermint truffle. Um, but those were both super delicious. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Was that something that we ordered or was that the celebration thing they gave us? That was a celebration Okay, that's thing that we gave us. They have some desserts there. Amy and I did the trio once. They're all delicious there. But we were way too full for a full dessert there because mm -hmm. Jason got this amazing buttered chicken and we also had two insane, well, I mean, so one small appetizer and then the macaroni and cheese, which was like a whole meal in and of itself. And then I got the braised short rib. And so like both of our meals were massive and we had to finish them. So the teeny tiny little delicate dessert <laughs> they gave us was totally worth it. And then from there we went and got a cupcake. Yeah, we got to sit in the That we did the not eat till the end of the night, but... No. But we sat in the butterfly room, which was beautiful. Oh my gosh, absolutely stunning. We haven't had a chance. You can just walk in there and sit. You know, I, mean, I don't know if right now you can walk in there and see it with COVID and stuff, but... Uh, but if you are sitting in another room, you can kind of like yeah, wander around exactly. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like when uh, our Magic Kingdom day when we went to be our guest, which we didn't talk about, but... We haven't gotten there yet. No? No, that was after, the, literally the next day. Okay, I'll just cut that out then. And then, yeah, so then we got the cupcake, and the cupcake was super cute. It had a little small, uh, like, white chocolate reindeer on top of it. Or it was a polar bear. Polar bear. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, my gosh. That buttercream frosting was amazing. And it, so it was, like, amazing, magical, fluffy buttercream frosting that also had granulated sugar on it. Not granulated. Crystallized sugar. The, the larger pieces of sugar. I can't think of what they're called. Yeah, granulated. Like sugar sprinkles. Um, oh, so good. It was good. But there was one snowflake on there that as we're eating it we're like and this is back at the hotel room too and we both were like uh, is this plastic so it, it wasn't because it, was it fondant. had a flavor to it it definitely was not fondant no um but it was very hard and very confusing but it also had two sugar snowflakes that i claimed and then jason ate them uh no i didn't because it, i ate one of them but the other ones broke in the in the container that they were in because it rolled around so I claimed them, and Jason ate the only one that was in existence, mm -hmm. like a jerk face. That's what I do. So I ate all of the white icing around the whole thing. Yeah, I did her. not care. It was good. I was worried about green poop the next day with the blue icing. But yeah, did we? Was that the night that we did Alan Compass? Yes. Yeah, it was definitely. And then we had our Magic Kingdom Day. Right. We canceled was... the breakfast for Magic Kingdom Day because I wanted to sleep in. That was going to be Whispering Canyon. I'm kind of disappointed we didn't do that one because. I love Whispering Canyon, but very glad that we slept in because <laughs> we would have needed to be up at 630 to make that breakfast reservation and I was tired. 
Yeah, I also really wanted to go mainly just not even for the restaurant was just to go be able to just go on property and see the tree in the uh, lodge there. Cause it was pretty. It was pretty neat. Yeah, it's it's breathtaking. It's beautiful. It's incredible. Yeah, and that was a nice thing, you know, going to California or not California Grove, but going to uh, the Grand Floridian. And then staying where we stayed and seeing all the Christmas trees and decorations. The cool thing about Animal Kingdom Lodge, where we were, the first night we were there, no tree. Second night, boom, tree. Jason was like, did we miss this last night? I was like, nope, there was literally a cast member standing there last night. Yeah, and then she said that. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was cool. So then we did Magic Kingdom the next day. and uh, We got Magic- to ride some rides. Yeah, that was actually a day where we did <gasps> stuff. But that was a fun day because we dressed up as Mickey and Minnie and Disney Bounded and we were so adorable and I wanted pictures everywhere and Jason was like, can we just ride some rides? And I was like, you made me dress up as Minnie Mouse. I look stinging adorable. I'm getting pictures. Yep, so we did. And I was happy with it. We got some awesome pictures. But I also wanted to ride rides because... We didn't really ride a lot of rides before that. But we did. We read the Haunted Mansion. We read yeah. Space Mountain. We rode Pirates. We rode the Jingle Cruise. Yeah, it's all Carousel of Progress. Ah, yes, Carousel of Progress. All the parades. Got our picture with Santa Claus. He, he wished us a happily ever after. He said congratulations. He gave, so us a, gave us a little hearty heart. Got some cute photo pass pictures. We stayed uh, all the way. Th- we basically did open to close more or less there. Oh, we totally did. That day, which was nice. And, we uh, stayed after close. One little, one little. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. So the parks when we went, the park closed at eight, seven. Eight. It closed at nine on and Friday, but we didn't go back. But okay. it closed at eight. And, and then when the park closes, Main Street's open for an extra hour, so you can shop and stuff. Um, but they have the projection lights up right now, and so the projection lights are on a fifteen-minute cycle. So compared to say Hollywood Studios, it was like um, a s- awkward seven or eight minutes. Yeah, it was about yeah like six minutes or something. It was weird. like two songs. Yeah. Um, Magic Kingdom's castle, Cinderella's castle, um, the projections is every 15 minutes. So you, basically, if you want to see the entire cycle of, of projections, you got to wait almost an hour. I mean, you'd have to wait an hour <laughs> to sit for the castle. Or, or you can just meander around and come back. Yeah, and, and we it. saw one earlier. Um, but the one that I really wanted to see was the Christmas sweater. And we walked up right after the Christmas sweater one had already gone off, so mm. we had to wait. A whole nother round for it, but it was awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was a nice night. Um, they're not doing Snope at all. Where do we see Snope? We there saw Snope somewhere. Snope. Oh, at the uh, golf course. Yes. At the mini golf. Yeah, which was cute. And that was weird because it only went on for a little bit. Like, where we first yeah, got Yeah, we there. didn't see it for the rest of the night. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That was weird. But yeah, Magic Kingdom, was, it, was, it was a great day. It, was, it wasn't It was super packed, um, even though it was a Friday. Was it a Friday? Thursday. Okay. It was, so it wasn't super packed. Um, Main Street's always busy. Whenever the cavalcades are going through, it's going to be busy. Um, but we and definitely had a great experience. And everything like that on Main Street. But all the lines, all the rides were walk-ons pretty much. Haunted Mansion was a walk-on. We waited a little bit for the Jingle Cruise, but it wasn't too bad. Yeah, and we had the worst skipper. No offense to the skipper that Oh night. my gosh, he was horrendous and it wasn't that the jokes were bad because i've laughed at those jokes before it was totally his delivery yeah it's i there's some guys that are deadpan and the deadpan guys that do it good are to me the deadpan humor for jungle cruise is my favorite adam has still been my favorite skipper ever but anyways it was a lot of fun but yeah he was awful yeah but magic kingdom was great and don't not go on the jingle cruise because it's like a once no honestly every once, single other skipper i've ever had is amazing yeah it's a once in a, a you know every couple months or not once a month it's a limited time thing that they do there so definitely get a chance if you get a chance to go see it it's it's super cute they have everything yeah it's basically like the jungle Christmas. cruise but christmas themed it's pretty great yeah 
Um, yeah, so then uh, we had our fun there and saw the beautiful lights and the skies and the sunsets and got some great pictures. And, and we ate to Be Our Guest for lunch. Went to Be Our Guest. Yeah, it was my first time going there. Uh, and, sat- like, that made me super happy being able to experience that and, like, share that with him because I've been, Amy and I have been basically every trip since. You going to work for me? Uh, Amy and I have basically been every trip, sometimes twice. I think once we went for breakfast, lunch, and dinner <laughs> once. Um, but it was really awesome being able to share that with Jason because it was a first. And it's funny because he works for Disney and lives in Florida. And I feel like I've experienced more of Disney than he has. Well, the thing, though, is like res- with the reservations for that place, you would have to get them like six months in advance, if not more. Well, yeah, the 180 day mark. And being a cast member, I don't have that option. Or you can get them... Uh, at the 30-day mark, because that's when people cancel their trips, or get it, like, that and day. And by then, there's no reservations. I mean, I've gotten reservations like that. You gotta, like, watch it. Well, I don't, I don't, like, give a fuck, so. But, yeah, so there are times, uh, like, okay, so right now, it's 60 days out. If you don't get it at 60 days out, uh, 30 days out is when people have to cancel their trips um, that have a package, and so they'll cancel all their dining as well, and then you get the chance and then a lot of times day of or day before people will have canceled their reservations as well so sometimes you can get that and then there's also now a waiting list instead of like actual walk-up so if you get there first thing in the morning and shoot there you can get on like the walk-up list right and that's how that's how it was like even last year they had like the, the for like lunch but when they were actually doing like a lunch you know type, type well lunch is quick service but right. you still had to get a reservation no, but they also had walk-ups. No, I know, but point in time. even for even though it was quick service, you still had to make a breakfast right, right. or a lunch reservation just because it's so popular. And take the the food stuff from her because, like I said, I'm not. I don't really give a fuck about the, the restaurants and the foods. I like the experiences, like going, but it's not a priority for me. I'll, I'll bring a peanut butter jelly sandwich and eat popcorn. <laughs> he told me he got chills some of the things he ate, so he had fun with the. food. Oh yeah, it was a blast. It was. A, we got to sit in the ballroom. Got. Had great seats by the window. Got to see the snow. And the snow that's uh, falling in the back uh, scene there is actually animated snow from the film, which is amazing. Um, I got a chance to walk around, take some pictures, got some good videos, got to and see the And then there's the a snow gust when the lightning goes off in the other room. Yeah, it's just super. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. And uh, Beast walks around um, every once in a while, probably once every half an hour or so. Depending on where you're seated, you get a better view of him. Yeah. We were... Because we were not in the middle of the ballroom there, we didn't really get a cl- up close and personal view. Which of the is beast. okay, because all like the little kids did, and that was yeah what mattered. I've had pictures with the beast; it was alright. Yeah, know. but Been it, was, it was a great meal, great service, great food, great drinks. Phenomenal <clears throat> all the, cheese plate. The delicious sprites were amazing. I drank like forty six sprites. <laughs> yeah, you got Coke. Oh yeah, I did, didn't I? Mm-hmm. And I had like eighteen sprites. I also had a lot of sprites. At the Hollywood and Vine. And it's funny because normally, 90% of the time, I do not drink any soda at all. Rarely ever. Even when Jason would get a soda from, like, McDonald's, I'd be like, why are you ordering a soda? Can we just, like, drink water at home? Um, But, yeah, on vacation, if I'm drinking soda, (laughs) I'd, like, chug it. Yeah, it was a a great experience. And then I think our uh, icing on the cake was our last day in the in the parks, uh, which was going to Hollywood Studios. And I haven't been to Hollywood Studios myself in a little bit over a year, I guess it's been. Yeah, because the last time we were there was Dapper Day. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, that was after Rise of Resistance opened up. Um, and we did everything there. Well, not everything, because we didn't do Rock and Roller We did all the things we've never done before, yeah, basically. we did the new stuff. 
Um, but so we woke up at 7 a.m. Uh, we I, I woke up pretty much every hour on the hour from the time we went to sleep until the time we got up. Uh, um, and I woke up of missing out on the reservation. Yeah, I was really stressed out because it was the one day at Hollywood Studios that we made, and so stressed out that they released other days for <laughs> um, Hollywood Studios that we made another park reservation just in case we didn't get Rise of the Resistance. And I think we probably wouldn't have gotten Rise of the Resistance if we didn't make a second park day. But they changed things around. I think we talked about this on our last episode, but they changed things around. So at 7 a.m., if you have a park reservation and a park ticket, for Hollywood Studios, the queue opens at 7 a.m. no matter where you are. Mm. I made sure I was off Disney Wi-Fi because I heard that if you're on Disney Wi-Fi, it's awful and no one ever gets reservations. Um, and it, I was like sat there with my phone from 6.57 till 7 o'clock literally continuously refreshing. And I got boarding past 69 at literally 7 and 1 second. Mm-hmm. But we got boarding past 69. Yeah, I'm on. And so I went on, you know, all my pages on Facebook and was like, um, about what time does boarding group 69 get on? Because I have some reservations in the park and I want to know if I'm going to make them all. Um, and, you know, there was an array of, you know, at this time, at this time, I didn't get on till the park closed. I didn't get on, you know, I got on at 1130. Uh, so I was like, cool. Everybody is super not helpful. But you have an hour from the time you're called for your reservation group to get in. And I've heard that if you have like advanced dining reservations that coincide with the time that you're picked, they still honor them because you were in the park yeah. eating. Which makes sense. So so that was super cool. So I felt a lot less stressed about that. But yeah, we got Rise of the Resistance and it was awesome. Yeah. So and we got right. So when we first got to the park, we went right to Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. And the, the queue was already full. Like, they weren't yeah, letting anybody so else in the queue yet. And that was I don't before know the park actually opened. I don't know if it's an hour or half an hour before the park opens is when they, I heard they opened started the park lining an, up. I heard they opened the park an hour before. So, I know what they used to do is open the park an hour before, and then it, they would kind of line everybody, like, corral everybody up. And then a half an hour before the park opened, that's when they would let everybody back to, to the lines and everything. Mm-hmm. Um but obviously, they have to let people into the park so everybody's not corralled together and unsocially distanced. So that makes sense that they would kind of just open the whole park early. Yeah, we were we were but, in at 8.30, right? But they didn't start letting people on the rides until... I know that they started Rise of the Resistance at like 8.50, uh, like 9.50, 9.55. So it was right before... What time the park opened? The at park 10? opened. The park opened at 10. Oh. Yeah. So we got there at like 9.40-ish mm-hmm. was what time it was by the time we got there. And we didn't do a breakfast reservation that day. We had Sci-Fi Diner for like a brunch. Yeah, at 11. At, uh, so it was at 11.20, but we checked in right at 11 and we got right in. Yeah. Um, it was really nice because, okay, so my thing with Sci-Fi Diner, one, Jason had never been before, so it was a super cool experience. But my issue with Sci-Fi Diner is unless you're a party of four or six, you don't get a car to yourself. So you're... Like, Jason and I were sitting in the front seat, and no one sat behind us. But normally, Amy and I have sat in the back seat of other people's cars, or the front seat of people's cars, and then That's kind of weird. And then there's a car next to you, like, literally right next to you. And, I mean, it, when we weren't COVID and socially distancing, it didn't seem... Like, it was still a little awkward, but it wasn't, like, uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there were barely any cars filled, and we had the first seating of the day, so it was even less busy... And it was very 
relaxing <laughs> sci-fi diner experience, which was awesome. Yeah, it was great. Great food, fun times, fun movies. Well, not only movies, but just clips of shit. And yeah, they do not have the cucumber salad on the menu, which is tragic because that's my favorite thing, and I probably would have just ordered fourteen sides of cucumber salad myself. But this is getting late. Just say, start wrapping it up. Um, but the food was great there. Yeah, it was really good. And our wait waiter was good. Oh, we also had the uh, chestnut praline pine cone from oh, Charlie from Car Cafe that was amazing. It was so delicious. What'd you call it? It was a chestnut pine cone. No, the Charlie Car Cafe? Yeah. That's what it's called? Yeah. Okay. Or Starbucks. Mm-hmm. As most people know it by. Yeah. Yeah, and we got our Christmas mug from Starbucks. It's amazing and adorable and I love it. Yep, and we did a fun little uh, photo pass shoot over near Gertie. Yeah, it's awesome the, the lake because over there. the photo pass people don't get as many people. At that spot, yeah. Anywhere. So they take a lot more time and make, you know, really special experiences for you. And, like, the thing is with the photo pass, like, a lot of people don't want those memories with their masks on. So there aren't as many yeah. people lining up for the photo pass. So the photo pass people take extra time to make it extra magical so we had like our own little photo shoot there and we like posed in front of a wreath and in front of gertie and in front of the tree and in front of the like garlandy signs that were up it was super awesome yeah it was a lot of fun and then uh so we've got right in right away into the park and the queue for mickey minis was full the line for slinky dog was about an hour-ish 70 minutes at that point and so we went right into uh midway mania and like walked on toy story mania yeah. It wasn't Min- is it called Midway Media? It used to be. It's not, but yeah. yeah, it was awesome because it was walk-on and we had the first ride in the vehicle that we were in. Yep. No one had touched it before us. It was glorious. Yeah, so we felt a little safer. And it was, it's one of those things that, you know, it's a lot of touchies. Uh, we did have our alcohol spray on us too to clean up afterwards and wash our hands afterwards, you know, kind of thing. And then I got a shoulder forky. Yep, she got a shoulder forky, which was super cute. Um, and then we eventually made it back over to Mickey's when I run away well away after lunch, right? And got in line for it. Yep, because we had time before Rise of Resistance. Olga's. Oh, Olga's. No, is- no, no, no. You're right, Rise of the Resistance. Because we, what did we do before? No, we did Olga's first. I know, but what do we do between Sci-Fi and Olga's? To walk around. No, we did Toy Story Media again, didn't we? No, we did that in the afternoon. I don't know. I don't know. But then we did uh, we did Mickey Minis Railway Railway. And uh, because they've increased capacity before they when it was at twenty five percent, there was just one group per per car basically. Um, and there's two rows in each car. Uh, so if you were just a couple, you got it to yourself. Uh, now with increased capacity, they put up a plexiglass divider in between the two the front and back row. So now. Uh, two groups can go on to these. So it hasn't time. always been like that because no, that's, that's been the busiest park no. with the longest wait times. Right. And now the wait times are half as what they used to be because of it. So we waited in line. It said 50 minutes. I think we maybe waited in line for 25. Oh, so it said it was interesting because it said it was temporarily closed. Yeah, but they were still closed. letting people in line. That's and right. before it was temporarily closed, it was a 55 minute wait. And um, I don't know if they temporarily closed it to lower the amount of people in line like as a way to kind of like deter people from they do that normally and they don't temporarily close rides um but i think they probably did that to deter more people from getting on it because we rode it and 
waited 30 minutes once it was back up mm-hmm. and we like breezed through it which was super nice yeah and it's amazing like if you go to hollywood studios if it's a two-hour wait it's worth the two-hour wait to go on that thing yep. it, then, it's incredible yeah it was super fun we actually ended up doing it twice but we yeah the first time we did not video or anything we just experienced it and the second yeah. time we were able to get some videos and some cute shots and kind of like look at pluto's storyline through the whole thing which is a lot of fun yeah pluto has his own little thing there's a couple it's different so ca- side characters that have their own little thing going on but after we got off it was like the perfect amount of time and <laughs> i was checking my phone every day for <laughs> i mean like three or four times a day at how much the wait time was going to be for rise of the resistance it was like 240 minutes and then 225 and then it stopped at like 64 minutes for a little bit yeah. like a half an hour and i was like oh my god it's broken down what's gonna happen we're not gonna get on it yeah but it had a great day like it seemed like it was going pretty smoothly all day and then at 236 our boarding pass was called and it was just as we got off Mickey's Runaway Railway. Mm-hmm. So we peed and went right over. And then you wait in a queue. That's eh, maybe like a 20-minute wait. But there's so much to experience, and it's so submersive and awesome and incredible and magical. Yeah, it lives up to all the hype. It's And we're not going to give any spoilers because I know there's a lot of people that haven't watched it, but I like I was brought to tears. Yeah, it was fucking incredible. Like It's the kind of thing where you go into it, you immerse yourself and you got to like live in the suspended reality that this is an actual thing. And even if at first you don't necessarily have that mindset, it doesn't, it puts you there. Like it's so just, I feel the like cast, like everything that's involved with it, it just like sucks you right into it. The socially distanced part was a little hard because there was obviously like panels and things mm-hmm. like they did a great job with the socially distancing. Like I, it was great. I felt super safe the whole time, but I feel like it kind of took away a little bit from the initial experience of, uh, you know, getting on and getting through. Cause the whole queue itself is also part of the ride and part of the experience, yeah. but there were like little social distancing spots where, you know, you had to stand and stuff so that you were not close to other people. So I think that kind of took away from that part a little bit. But once we were actually, once you get to that, you know, everybody knows the giant room of stormtroopers. Once we got there, that's when I feel like, it, like I felt like I was yeah, I was kind of part fr- of the resistance. I was a little freaked out a little bit. That's a couple, a couple points. Just like I was just like so into it. It was wild. Yeah, it was, it was a, amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. Like we 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 got off of it and we both were like. Did we just do that? Like, yeah. it's just it's surreal. Absolutely breathtakingly amazing. amazing. And then from there, we did Toy Story Mania again. Oh, we got Baby Yoda pictures. Yep, Baby Yoda photo pass. And we, we went do. to Backlot for the moose Christmas tree that was not as good as the morning moose because they use a gelatin in the moose there to keep it together. And mm-hmm. it was not as delicious, but it was still good. Oh, also, so there is a Christmas tree moose at Backlot Express. I don't know if they sell it anywhere else, but the base of it is a cookie that has red powder on it. The red powder is very red. Yeah, it gets on everything. Do not let children touch it. It will be an enormous mess. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's just a, a warning for that. It was delicious, but just very messy. Yeah, it was. The rest of it, not messy. That part, super messy. Yeah. Oh, the Magic Kingdom Day, we got the cupcake that had the mickey the hidden mickey inside of it oh yeah the mickey cake pop that was phenomenal yeah yeah but after rise and all that then we went no we did olga's my first time going to olga's too which was amazing we did olga's before the rise though yeah and before before, mickey's runaway yeah the first time yeah it was it was a great fun i wasn't julie got the charcuterie thing that they have there i'm not a big spiced meats kind of person so i wasn't like super thrilled about it say that again all that just 
wasn't it? Oh. So we got the their charcuterie, quote unquote, that they they sell there. Um, Julie loves the charcuterie and the, and the spice meats and all that kind of stuff. I'm not a big fan of spice meats myself too much. Um, so it was good what they had, but she mostly ate most of it. Um, I had pork it rinds. It was also right after we had sci-fi lunch. So yeah, she was she, she was all about it, like loved it. food after food after food after food, and I need like space in between all eating and stuff because just yeah. But yeah, it was incredible. There way. was uh, a burrata on it with black salt. There was. Uh, Pork rinds that I tried for mm. the first time. I love pork rinds. That was awesome. Um, there was some delicious cauliflower on it. There was mortadella. There was uh, pepperoncini peppers. There mm. was some cured meat. I'm not exactly sure what it was. It wasn't a prosciutto, but it was somewhere along those lines. And yeah. uh, like shredded cheese. And it just it looked very... Star Wars. It was really, really cool. Yeah, definitely. And they uh, they're limiting it, limit, limiting it to a forty-five minute experience time slot per group. Yes, it used to be a two, two drink, drink yeah. max, and then see you later, <coughs> and then see you later, and then now they're like, nah, order as many drinks as you can get in forty-five minutes, which mm-hmm. I think is a you know marketing ploy to make more money. Yeah, definitely. And we got uh, sat or stood. Right in front of Rex, which was awesome. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. And I danced the whole time. Yep, she did. I wish we got video of it. They were some pretty epic dances. Yeah, she tries doing the, the floss and she can't floss. That, that that was not the epic dance. No. That was just the fun dance after the It was just hysterical. But we, uh, Jason was like, we're going to drink today. And I was like, yes, let's do it. And we had like two drinks and Jason was like, I can't do it anymore. I was like, okay. Yeah, just <laughs> whatever. I was just over all the citric acid after a while i think the the tauntaun the fuzzy tauntaun got you because it was fuzzy in your tummy could be man but that was super fun yeah yeah it was a good time and then we got to see the projections on the castle jason beat me twice at toy story mania the first time i would have beat him if i didn't switch hands at the very end because i'm apparently not coordinated enough with my left hand but i also know like the tricks and stuff to that game i lost to you by like 400 points and then the second time i just i it was like my worst Toy Story Mania I whooped that trip ass. ever. It was awful. I lost by like 30,000 points. Terrible. Yeah. And then we had like an hour to kill between uh, that and dinner. So we went to Hollywood well, Boulevard. Well, we did Mickey's Runaway Railway again. Yeah. And it was actually pretty cool because... It poured. It, it started to sprinkle yeah. when we went on Toy Story Mania. And then it poured. And by the time we got off Toy Story Mania, no more rain. So that cleared the line out for Mickey's Runway Railway. So we also only waited like 20 minutes for that the second time, mm-hmm. which was awesome. And then we did some shopping and we got the kitties some little Mickey ears mm-hmm. and found some other awesome ears that I think I posted on our page. No, I posted that on One Little Spice. But they have a... Uh, no, you posted them on our page. The, Mi- the, the, the Miss Piggy ones? Did I? Yeah. Oh, cool. But yeah, they had little Miss Piggy ears that were super cute that they they brought brought back back. and the amazing snow dress and we got to see the projections on and the projections on the the tower of terror this year are just incredible yeah i remember seeing them a couple years ago and they were they were phenomenal but this this year they're even better it's just amazing and they they added one this year yeah it's just it's so cool they can do and then we went to hollywood and vine to close the night out and uh, like literally close out the park it was so much fun had like maybe 50 people in the park by the time we got out of there. Mickey kept joking around with Jason yeah. the whole time. It was yeah. adorable. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then uh, we asked for a picture with Jason and Goofy because we got a picture with me and Goofy and he like faced backwards. Yeah. <laughs> like he was, it was it was pretty great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was Food great. was phenomenal. Oh my gosh, I got prime rib and it was 
<sighs> amazing. And then we saved, I saved half of it. And the the benefit the next of day. them doing the menu like they did is that you can bring the food home because yes, before because it was, you can't with a buffet. Yeah. So that was one nice thing. And, uh, I got their s'mores dessert, which was amazing. Julie got their banana cream pie. Dessert, and, and we decided to mix separately. Them. The s'mores one was better, mm-hmm. but the banana cream with the chocolate mousse together was mm, amazing. Phenomenal. Yeah. And I have like the biggest sweet tooth on earth and I was just done. I couldn't even finish it. I was so full. I wanted to eat all of it, but I didn't want to make myself sick. So we did that. And then we had a slow walk out of Hollywood Studios and took lots of pictures and just kind of sucked in the last little bit of what we can get out of it. And peed. Yep. And then uh, took the bus back to the resort and got in our car and uh, drove home with no brake lights. Yep. It was pretty magical. So I think to sum up this, uh, our trip. We got a kitty. Oh, yeah. We got a new cat. That's, again. Her name is Pua. She's also a Disney kitty. If you heard our opening. <laughs> I started off this episode super frustrated. Oh, my God. Furious. Like, told me that we needed to give the cat back. I didn't really mean it. I just got frustrated. Just you shouldn't say it if you don't mean it. I know. It's it very what, mean. It is what it is. But uh, You hurt her feelings. Well, she doesn't give a shit. So, to summarize everything, uh, no matter what you're celebrating at Disney, make the most of it. Go there with bells and whistles and let the fucking world know that you're there celebrating. Whatever it is that you're celebrating. And you'll get reciprocated tenfold, I promise. And if you have any dining questions at all about where to eat, the best places to eat, how to travel to the places where you're eating, ask me. Let me know. Also, listen to One Little Spice because we do a lot of talking about the different places to eat as well or you could message me there but ask me all the dining questions please i will share all of my disney food knowledge with you if you want to have an amazing culinary trip yeah as i will with uh all the other stuff and like that's the thing jason trusted me with all the food options and what happened mm-hmm. it was amazing and she trusts me now with all of me making the the plans of not having plans when we go to the parks okay so the only reason why that happened is because there was no fast pass option had there been a fast pass option, oh, I still we would have had our fast passes and they would have also been spreadsheeted into the day. Oh, I still make fast passes. Don't get me wrong. However, I still like going to the parks on a whim and just having fun. Letting the kind of parks kind of lead you on the way. Which is what I do too, but I spreadsheet the rest of it. Yeah, which you're crazy, but that's all good because it makes the most of what uh, the trip is. And again, if you guys have any questions or any comments and uh, want to send us your fun videos on your Spike Spork song... Uh, please contact us at feadsny at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us out there on Twitter and Instagram at feadsny underscore Disney. And uh, we have our Facebook page. Also, is just feadsny. We don't have a group yet, but we do have the Facebook page if you're out there. And you can go on there and like our page. A group is coming very soon. Yeah. I promise. We'll see how that goes. But uh, other than that, uh, we were able to get our hands on at Magic Kingdom the newest release of the mini attraction series which is the jungle cruise so we got ears and the little mini and a pin set yeah we got a we got an extra set of all of them uh to do an auction here very soon um we might be collaborating with our friends over at the podcasters um because they're gonna be doing some also the same thing uh doing some auctions uh to help raise funds for cast members that are out of work right now to help them uh get through this holiday season yeah so all the proceeds will be donated to yeah 100 cast giving or, you know, cast member pantry and things like that yeah. so that we can help out all the cast members that have been furloughed and laid off. Yeah, and they say, like, I think it's like $2 for every $2 can feed a family. From what I, if I remember correctly. I thought it was $9. It's, it's something like that. 
Um, but Something. we but we got some pretty cool exclusive uh, stuff that uh, is no longer available except for maybe the plush that we got. So uh, look for our Instagram for that. And uh, what else, babe? I mean, there's a thousand other things I want to talk about, but I'm not allowed to. So yeah, because it's almost midnight and uh, we've been talking for two hours. and I'm exhausted. So listen to uh, Julie's One Little Spice podcast coming up soon. She'll be covering all the stuff. There's going to be an episode about the fun holiday offerings for snacks. And then I'm also going to do a honeymoon episode where Amy just listens to me talk and says "Mm," a bunch of times while I talk about my honeymoon food. And if you want to get a little uh, history on the Haunted Mansions and the Haunted Manors of the Disneys, uh, you can go check out our last couple episodes that we did for our Halloween episodes. We had some fun times uh, doing a little, little extra special episodes on the Haunted Mansions. And until our next one, we do greatly appreciate you all uh, listening and following and sending us the love out there. We do uh, truly appreciate it. And you have no idea. It makes us uh, keep the show going. Uh, we talk to ourselves anyways, but we do appreciate that you're <laughs> We, uh, we you're appreciate listening. that you like to listen to us, too. <laughs> so that being said, until our next episode, as the great Walt Disney once said, if you believe in a thing, believe in it all the way. If you would like to join our jamboree, there's a simple rule that's compulsory. Mortals pay a token fee. Rest in peace. The hauntings free, so hurry back, we would like your company. Hurry back, hurry back. Be sure to bring your death certificate.